As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Grab your torch and dip it into the sexy St. Jeff candle because No Buffs is back in your ears. I'm J.E. Skeets, along here with my fellow tribe mates, two guys who I consider my podcast wives. <laughs> we got the bearded one, Trey Kirby, and No Dunk Super Producer, J.D. Are we in the pineapple zone right oh, now? <laughs> I got some thoughts on the pineapple oh, zone. Get your car keys out. Get me a bowl. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's nobody else in our relationship. <laughs> Curious he mentioned that a few times in the pineapple zone. Okay, here we are, guys, uh, to recap episode two of Survivor 43, titled Lovable Curmudgeon. And it turned out Owen was the lovable curmudgeon. I don't think any of us guessed uh-uh. Owen with uh, yeah the self-assessment there, uh, which uh, we'll talk about that scene and the calico cut pants and all that later. This episode should have been called a 400-pound survivor snake, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's a better title, yeah. I think. Or the pineapple zone. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah all yeah. good. Lots of, lots of options. Uh, shout out to the live tribe joining us right now, right here on YouTube. Uh, get your comments in. We'll try our best to sprinkle them in throughout the show. If you're new to No Buffs, thank you for swinging by. Hit the like button. Subscribe to No Buffs. Share the show. And if you're a podcast listener, leave your boys a five-star rating and review wherever you download and listen to No Buffs. Helps other Survivor fans find the show. Uh, yeah, let's get into this recap. We'll have tree mail later on. Some great questions emailed in and tweeted in. At No Dunks Inc. is the easiest way to do that on Twitter. Um, I want to go right to the beware advantage with Cody. Okay, uh, he finds it, he opens it, <laughs> probably <laughs> probably a bad decision, but... It's called living, Skeets. Oh my god, yeah, that's right. Uh, and it forces him, this one, to retrieve beads from the bags of willing tribe mates to make an idol bracelet, which he makes into a hat, uh, or else he'll lose his vote. So, I wa- what did you think about this new twist? Because we had seen the the funny phrases in 41 and 42. We knew they weren't going to do that because these people had seen those episodes. What do you think about this uh, get the beads <laughs> off the bags? <laughs> oh, the bag of beads challenge. Yeah. The beadware advantage. I've seen a lot of people. <laughs> That's good. We're calling them the infinity beads. Yes, yeah. I, saw, I saw and heard that. Yep. One of the first things I thought of is, is this our first immunity bracelet? The first different piece of jewelry besides an immunity necklace? necklace? I don't remember it being anything hmm. besides a necklace or a statue. Um, but maybe that's something on Survivor Wiki. Yeah. That being said, I liked this even more than I liked the funny phrases. We had some great moments, no doubt, and an extended runtime for the funny phrases in uh, seasons 41 and 42. But the way this was structured, with Cody having to go and talk to all of his tribe mates, with him kind of having to get his alliance on board with him, assisting him as like carnival barkers, (laughs) I thought was really cool. 
And it gave us a little drama going into the vote, which when you look back at it now, seems like it would have been a pretty boring vote yeah. if not for the reveal we got midway through. So I thought it was a great scene for the entire tribe because it really showed us the dynamics between uh, the Vessi tribe. Yeah, I love the uh, the little parchment that showed the beads he specifically had to collect. <laughs> right, yeah. too. But he made it, I mean, he did the right thing along with his team, Jesse, really, and, and Yeka of just get all the beads because then you've, <laughs> then you've got <laughs> yeah. the one you need. I was like, at beads. first, I was like, how is he going to get them to give him one the bead. one? Yeah. I was like, that'll be difficult. But in the end, he just, uh, with the help of his team, just uh, took them all, <laughs> just chopped them off and said, give me those. Uh, give me that. Though the cliffhanger, as Trey said, JD, was Noelle, she's got her bracelet. She's like, no, this right. is, she's got two of them. <laughs> she yeah. had enough beads to make two of them. And it was like, we're basically told heading into the final tribal council, like, Cody doesn't have them right. didn't, and didn't get them. And right. so we'll not have a vote. And then we get the flashback. Right. So what are your thoughts on the twist and then how they did that at the Tribal Council? Right. Are you a fan of it or not? I am a huge fan of this twist. I loved it. I thought it was, uh, Trey, you said it, uh, Tribal would have been pretty, the tension wasn't there. Uh, it wouldn't have been there. It wouldn't have been the same. Uh, the climax of the episode is, it was, is Noel <laughs> going to give up these beads and uh, I did not like the way that they did it. I didn't like the flashback. I didn't like wondering the whole time. I think they could have just made that the climax of the show, then did a, a cursory, shorter uh, tribal. And they, they still could have ramped it up. It's Survivor. The editors yeah. are awesome. It, this was a great episode for editing, but I really hated the, the way that they revealed it at the end. But, you know... I hate I hated usual suspects. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> like, like a twist ending. Well, it's not it's not it's not that it was a twist. It was like, oh, what we just watched for two hours was bullshit, right? Yeah. Like that whole thing leading up to the vote, basically, it was we were wondering, does he have it or doesn't he have it? Is he going I thought maybe he was gonna like last ditch Hail Mary we're going to, I'm going to get her, her to give me these beads yeah. at tribal council. That's what I was yeah. waiting for. Um, I was just trying to look at her wrists the entire time. Yeah, that like, too. Does she have it on? That what's too. going on there? Yeah. Uh, but listen, I, I, I loved this episode. I loved this twist. I was like, okay. Like when, as soon as he was like, <laughs> I, I got to get all the beads. I mean, we knew he was going to open it. I mean, he's got living tattooed on his yeah, ass. Yeah, yeah. Like there's no way he jumped off a cliff that morning. Like he <laughs> was going to open the thing. He's play. he's there to play survivor, but, but that was so stupid. Hold oh, on. totally. Like, it was very stupid. I, I'm not, don't get me wrong. But by all accounts, stupid. he has seen survivor 41 and or 42. Like I think he's not he like, said it. He said it on the show. Right, right, I saw right. it. I should so have opened it. He should have known you know, pre-merge, this is you losing your vote unless you can do whatever challenge they come up with. Right. Now, he maybe thought it was going to be silly phrases. He may have thought it would be something else. In fact, actually, I don't even think he thought about it at all. You're right. He's like, well, I'm opening this. I'm yeah. a survivor. But they had the numbers. They knew where they were going. And then he, he nearly blew it. And he's actually, he's lucky he had Jesse and Nyeka. I thought they oh, did totally. all the work. With yeah. getting of the beats. Yeah. Really. I thought Nyeka was really pushing it well. And that was the one part of the flashback that I didn't like. It was like really anticlimactic. Mm -hmm. It was like Nyeka just like, hey, Noel, can we actually have those, please? Oh, no doubt okay. that that scene <laughs> took place 30 seconds after from right? when she's oh, like yeah. acting like, oh, I'm not going to give you this. You could even tell the way she was talking was kind of in jest, like I'm yeah. holding out yeah. here yeah. just to be the one holding out. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I thought this was an incredible episode for Cody, largely because he found the beware advantage. You guys are saying it's stupid to open it. That's the point, man. That's the point. <laughs> yeah, That's right. called living. Open it up. You don't get cast on Survivor to pass up a beware advantage. Well, okay, he, but think... he admitted that it was stupid, though. Like, he he regretted it immediately. And I think that's the point, right? Like, yeah. And also, you can look at the cliff diving thing where he's swimming around and he's, he's uh, you know, Climbed up this really jagged rock. He could have hurt himself, but also he spent a lot of calories having fun <laughs> yeah. and living. And then they got their ass handed to them at that at at that uh, the the immunity challenge. Yeah, but it was not that it was his fault. But it's just sort of one of those like, okay, pump the brakes. I'm playing Survivor. Maybe I should just for future players be like, <laughs> oh, the the beware thing. It's it's very cool. It's very fun. It's very exciting. But if you're like 
well, who knows how long it was. I mean, they said, we're about to go to tribal council, but then they had time to sit there. But whatever, like they were going to tribal council. He knew he would probably lose his vote, but he said, fuck it, I'm opening it. Yeah, well, a lot of people here in the live tribe are pointing out, did production just plant it? It was, like, not, it was just sitting it right was there. Sitting right yeah. there. Yeah. I th- yeah, they probably have an idea of like, oh, this is going to be a bit of a boring vote. Hey, what about the guy that's got a live-in tattoo? He'll open that. <laughs> Let's make it a little more complicated. Because uh, it was right there. It, it was right there. Sort of felt like, and I, I've heard Stephen Fishback on uh, Rob has a podcast and the know-it-all saying like, look, it's a big jungle. I mean, <laughs> you can wander around and not find anything. He found bird poop that she thought was paint <laughs> at first. And all. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I don't know. There, that one felt like it was like, here, here you go, Cody. It's a beware advantage. Yeah. We know you're going to open it and then let's have some some hijinks, which was yep. fun television. They gave him the Beef Walton. Beef Walton was the same thing. They're just like, just throw it on top of a tree. We'll send the crazy guy out there. He'll yeah. find it and he can't resist. And guess what? You should open it every time. Nobody has been voted out yet when they've opened the beware advantage and they lose their votes. Like Brad, Beef Walton, lost his vote for like three straight tribal, or Xander, I think, right? Lost his vote for three straight tribal councils. Never even came up. Mm-hmm. As soon as they know you don't have your vote, they don't really care at all. Right. So I don't actually think it's that big of a risk. And you get to be the star of the episode if you <laughs> do it. So there's another reason to do it. Also, I would say Cody is maybe the best contestant that there's been on Survivor since Christian Hubicki. Whoa. He's awesome, man. In, in, he's great. He's in, blowing away everybody else in this season from an entertainment yeah, standpoint. Yeah, it's tough to argue. I mean, he's only had two episodes, but we had a two-hour episode and then a 90-minute episode last night, so three and a half hours of Cody. A lot uh, of Cody. Cody Code. Yeah, and he's, <laughs> He ain't going to uh, win, so that's why they're showing him a ton in the early yeah, season, I yeah. think. Yeah, will he make it to the merge? Will he be a, an early merge boot? Yeah, that'll be fascinating. Um, but he's tight with Nyeka, which is like a really odd pairing, but I like Though I don't know why they've formed such a bond, but we just they just have. They just hadn't showed it, for sure. Yeah, because, uh, you know, like I said, she was helping them. They, they've got Jesse there. They Jesse, you know, turning against Dwight last night, and we'll get into that. Because we had these, like, I guess 2-2-2. Two, two, two. Um, the whole funny thing about getting the uh, um, idle hat, I guess what it is, <laughs> uh, is that it didn't even matter last night. Because Noelle and Justine, who goes home, they split their votes. Right. Uh, so in the end, they they would have they didn't even need 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 Cody's vote, <laughs> which, which is, is exactly why they had to do the yeah. reveal the way they did. Yeah. Otherwise, you're like looking at Justine and Noel and saying you basically just voted yourself out by splitting the votes. Yeah. And they would look very foolish. This way, there was some intrigue. I think. Now, why do you think they got to split in the votes? Do you think this is like the the part of uh, the shot in the dark that comes into play, yeah. and they're just sort of. Covering cover their, their tracks, yeah. um, but a shot in the dark hasn't hit yet, so I wouldn't be worrying about it. <laughs> yeah, one yeah. in six chance. Who cares? Yeah. Like that's I, I'm willing to risk botching a vote there mm-hmm. to be the first one to lose out on a shot in the dark. That's fine to me. Yeah. What do you think, JD? Yeah, I I guess I, I think it would be foremost in my mind as well going in. Like the paranoia is is deep. It's the was it their is it their first tribal yeah. council? Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was just their first one. And you want to think of all the angles, and maybe she'll play the shot in the dark, so let's split the vote. I would be inclined to split the vote, but I hear what you're saying, Trey. Like, uh, the one in six thing is is definitely a factor. Yeah, sure. Justine and Noel are convinced heading into Tribal Council that Jesse is with them. Yes. I mean, that's the part, and uh, nope, he's not. And it will be fascinating to see if there's any sort of fallout between... Dwight and Jesse. Dwight did not seem to take it well in the moment. <laughs> uh, you know, but True. Yeah, right. he seems upset in the preview for the next episode mm-hmm. for sure, but he lost his vote, so he had no say. So I don't really know what he's upset about. He's still going to be on the bottom here, and it feels to me like Cody and Jesse and Yekka are obviously pretty tight together to be working with Cody to save his vote so that yeah, they can get right. their way at the tribal council. So, yeah, I think Dwight's going to be upset, and he'll probably continue to be upset because he's going to stay on the bottom. Yeah. So who's in trouble here then? Noel is just the obvious one, J.D., because, you know, if Jesse can mend that sort of relationship with Dwight, I mean, I assume mm-hmm. they fill him in on the uh, on the idle hat now and stuff, yeah. and then Noel would be in a in a tough spot unless there's some sort of shakeup, early shakeup in the game. Yeah. Tribes. I, I don't think there's going to be a shakeup this coming episode. No, but, I don't really uh, think so either. I mean, she's clearly on the outs, but uh, Jesse may have burned a bridge there with Dwight. So, um, yeah. and well, and Dwight said, I mean, he felt he says in the episode, I feel great about my ability to bond with everyone. Right. Dot, 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 except Cody. Right. <laughs> and uh, now will they will they team up? Are they going to be part of a four 
part tribe here uh, in it with only five people. I don't know. Um, or will Jesse will Jesse backstab Cody and get him out with an idol? I, I mean, if I can see back. Jesse to me seems like he's going to be very adaptable. Go, so adaptable so. going forward. Right now, he's with Nyeka and Cody. They're the power players in the Vessi tribe right now, three to two. So, yeah, I mean, it just takes one vote to switch. I, he, I think he could easily get back on board with Dwight explaining to him what happened and being like, hey, man, you didn't have a vote. Yeah. I understand what you're saying, but we're still going to be in a strong position here if you stick with me. Or we can flip and flip it back on him again. Yeah. Cody's getting too likable out there, so we decided to flip on him. So right. Jesse's still in a good spot. Um he, to me, Cody is the star of that tribe right now. He's definitely the biggest personality, but Jesse seems to be calling, <laughs> calling oh. the shots. Jesse on Vessi. I love it. Uh, yeah, he leads the narrative yeah. on that tribe. Like, I mean, he's basically setting up and explaining to us, the viewers at home, like every dynamic. And he said early in the episode, even, he was like annoyed with Justine. And I was like, uh oh. Maybe he you shouldn't tell people you're good at lying. <laughs> Justine <laughs> yeah. telling uh, Jesse, yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> oh, <laughs> cool. Well, we'll vote you out next. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was that's a fascinating decision. Pretty dumb. <laughs> yeah, uh, good so, at lying, bad at Survivor. <laughs> yeah, so Justine uh, gone. Anything else from the uh, the Vessi tribe, the Red tribe here? The dynamics of the squad. I mean, Jesse did say he said himself that he's in the driver's seat. Um, do you want to be in the driver's seat this early <laughs> in the game? I guess that's my question. Yeah. It's a twenty-six day game now, so I guess so. Yes. I don't know. I'm worried for Jesse. He's my winner. My winner pick. We're seeing a lot of him. I think he's very savvy. I think he's smart. I think he's likable. Uh, I think he can. I think he's a bit of a politician as well. I think he's he's going to dig himself out of this hole with Dwight. Yeah. But I don't know. It's so it's so early in the in the game to be in this much control. I don't know. But it, somebody you you would rather be the swing vote. in these true. Small tribes where it's like two but, two two or. But he's already betrayed Noel, right? He's already like he's already. Yeah, sort of showed his colors, which happens in the first vote, obviously. But it's just, I don't know. I, I'm really rooting for him, and that, and I'm just like worried for him now. Mm-hmm. Like I'm in the driver's seat. That's usually when you get voted. <laughs> yeah, you know so was Shan. Yeah, exactly. Right, right, exactly. right. right. Uh, all right. Well, let's move to the Baca Yellow Tribe. Um, we started with them in last night's episode because they were coming back from tribal council. How did you think, Owen? Uh, handled like his apologizing and stuff. Like he actually was like really apologetic, like yeah. how he how he reacted, I guess, at tribal council or what he did, was saying. I, did I miss like, I what was he I was apologizing? Like, you seemed pretty for. chill about the whole thing there. Maybe they edited some things out. I but. mean, the only thing that stood out to me was when he when um, Mariah was like, "Oh yeah, we all kind of won," and he was like, "Well, I've had enough moral victories. I I want to actually yeah, win." Yeah. Maybe that's what he was referring to, and which is. Why would you apologize for that? I, you know, we're playing Survivor. Somebody has to get voted out. I know his name got up, got written down, but that was Mariah, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It seemed it seemed unnecessary to me. I just I liked though his vibe post travel council totally. back at camp. Like he was like thanking everyone, you know, and and like the whole trust building there. And yeah, um, yeah he's and then he has a very weird scene where he's the uh, what was it called the junior water boy or something <laughs> what was it deputy uh, junior deputy water boy is that what I it think is, is what yeah he said. the water wench <laughs> get back there piss pants he sort of got like the, <laughs> yeah he sort of got the dodo edit a little bit a little there. bit yeah, a little bit, yeah. which yeah. was like oh okay <laughs> you gotta give <laughs> you gotta give he's got the calico cup pants uh, I thought it. it was funny that he like he just made it into his own challenge you didn't have to fill the pan up <laughs> yeah. all the way no, you, know, no. you can fill out most of the way and go back uh but who knows a lot of people like to load up uh yeah. when they're bringing in groceries from the car yep. i assume it's the same thing you don't want to make a hundred trips to the water but he was well. sort of like mumbling to the camera and under his breath like nobody's <laughs> drinking water here and like you should be drinking more water because you know mike uh gabler is not doing well no. um and i heard them asking on know-it-alls one of the questions like are we are we getting ready for gabler to go home like is he gonna have to is he built for this or are they just like setting up setting it up that uh he's tapping out here in in a week or so i don't know that's the vibe i got for sure but also it's sort of like the old mike tyson line where you everybody's got a plan and so you get punched in the face and this this right here like there's a storm you get you know you were just at tribal council yeah yeah, exactly you're hungry you're like oh like you this is the punch in the face and then you realize that you're in a fight right and then you sort of get your (laughs) wits about you 
I think that's where he is right now. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't know who his Gabler person is you're talking about. <laughs> I, I assume it's Mike. Yeah, but... yeah. Iron Mike Gabler. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's good. That's really good. Yeah, he, uh, like, it was either him or somebody else on the Yellow Tribe there, Baca Tribe, like, you know, complaining or, you know, not whining, but saying how hungry they were. Right. And, like, Sammy was like, this is day three. Yeah, right. honestly. He's like, guys, we are going to get way hungrier than Get this. him out of here. Get Mike out of here. The guy, <laughs> like, led the charge to get Mariah voted out on account of keeping the tribe strong. Yeah. yeah. And then he was laid up immediately. Right. Trying to hunt down some survivor bacon. <laughs> Wanted to fry up worms. <laughs> I forgot this guy's like, that. I'm going home soon. I'm going to try and do everything. I'll throw my shot in the dark. I'll dig it deep for some survivor bacon here. Uh <laughs> Insane stuff to be that laid up right away. I was, In 43 I, seasons, have, has anyone ever suggested eating worms? I don't Not think on so. day three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or four or whatever it is. Rats. Like, you'll say yeah. rats. <laughs> I, uh, I, I mean, I don't want to make fun of the guy because he did seem, like, pretty sick and he was feeling nauseous. But they're talking about after the violent storm that night. He's like, we got to fi- like, fix this shelter. Everybody's like, this is horrible. Right. Like, look brutal. <laughs> They're trying to build the shelter around him lying in. You see that shot? It's like, oh so god. Good. Oh yeah, we really we really need to rebuild this. You really need to rebuild this is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah that was that was bad. Uh we also had in the uh in this tribe was it Ellie and, and Janine nearly finding Maybe, was that gonna be the beware advantage on that tribe? That they walked by. Probably. Yeah. I think it was Ellie walked by yeah. it in the tree. Yeah, that was mm. that was very close. And then we get the there's like the, the 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 women are talking about how these guys play they have no strategy. Well, I don't know what they're doing. They're just, you know, going to get water and pee in their pants and lying in the shelter and all that. <laughs> but they might have each other's back. Like this is what Ellie right. and Janine are worrying. And then we sort of cut to the guys and it sort of like reiterates that they're not <laughs> talking a lot of strategy, though Sammy is like, Well, let's just stick together. There's three yeah. like even if if we lose, there's three guys We'd be stupid to lose to them. Right. He's employing them as the obviously as the women. Uh, what'd you make of that, JD? <laughs> uh, I loved it. I love the edit. I loved them, uh, the the women scheming, and then saying those guys aren't even playing the game. Cut to them, and they're definitely not <laughs> playing the game. But then all of a sudden they are playing the game, and it's just a simple sort of like, hey guys, let's stick together, and then that's it. Like you know. Uh, so I loved it. I loved uh, I loved the simplicity of it. I loved just like meh, meh, let's just stick together. And I'm just like, yeah, good idea, man. Good idea. Uh, it seemed very real to me. Um, just because, like, I don't know. Uh, you know, we had friends in town this weekend. My wife and uh, our friend Ken's wife, Marge, were talking one night late at our house. Uh, get back and we're like, what are you guys talking about? Oh, you know, relationships, parenthood, life, all that kind of stuff. Meanwhile, us dudes were getting together around the fire as well. What were you talking about? All our top five bunk beds of all time. (laughs) That was exactly what it was like when Sammy was like, you guys know who Patrick Mahomes is? Just chucked a coconut against the wall. I was like, yeah, dudes rock. (laughs) Also, Too many gross feet shots, though, in that scene. They were showing showing a lot of Gabler's toes, and I was not appreciating that at all. Wow, I didn't really notice that. He has grayscale, unfortunately. I must have been taking notes. Uh, Another part with this tribe, I guess it happened later on in the episode, was the tribe started wondering about Gabler's immunity idol. Yes. Uh, and they were like debating did he say it was good for the first two tribal councils or his first two tribal mm. councils, right? Mm. And uh, Owen. You know, at the tending to the fire. What did he say? I'm ninety percent, ninety five percent sure. Oh, yeah. It's he was uh, locked in. It's the first two of right. any two. Yeah. They're like, uh, I mean, they they could have taken him at his word. They could have been like, yeah. yeah, you're probably right. But they were like, nah, we better check. Um, and so they go, they go bag digging while uh, Gabler's out in the water or down by the beach at least. And uh, I guess it was Janine who ultimately got in there and found what the parchment says. And Owen was wrong. It's it's <laughs> Mike's first two uh, <laughs> um, tribal councils right. that he attends. So it's still it's still alive. It's still powerful. And he'd be an idiot to not play it. Right? Yeah, because at the next one. <laughs> it's going to expire at the next one. But uh, yeah, I guess the question, a lot of people are debating this. Do you like people being allowed to go through other people's bags? Uh, yes, I like people being allowed to do it because okay. it makes for something exciting and a little nerve wracking, especially when they edit. Like, you know, we did get the scene of Gabler coming back from the water 
walking up towards the structure being like, hey, what's going on around here? That could have been from any time when he came back, but it definitely felt like it was at the time when they were going through the bag. That being said, in that situation for that particular tribe, just ask him. Like, he'll tell I you. I thought the exact <laughs> same thing. He will tell thing. you for sure. Totally. He ain't keeping anything a secret. But I do like the stress of doing it. I feel like, personally, I wouldn't do it. But I would want somebody in my alliance to do it, to actually get the info. Uh, so yeah. it's a little bit of Alonzo morning. So if you're, me, like, so how dare you? But if you're Ellie and Owen, you're like, yeah, Janine, just do yeah, it. Do yeah, it quick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not me, though. Yeah. Me though. Uh, right. So just for those new to the show, I know Dalton Ross was writing about this. Survivor rules state that you aren't allowed to take anything out of someone's bag, like to keep it. But you are allowed to look. Um, so <laughs> that's like... Janine can't take it, you know, you're yeah. an idol of any sort, just so everybody is clear about that. But, uh, JD, where do you fall on the bag snooping? Because some <laughs> people think you shouldn't be able to. But then, I don't know how you police that, but... You mean, like, in the rules, or just Yeah, just in the rules. M- you should be allowed to shouldn't. go in my bag. And maybe that makes for even more... Like, in this scenario, them not knowing which way it goes, even though I'm 100% right. with Trey. If you just asked Mike, he probably would have told you, but... The right person wouldn't tell you, yeah. and then it's like, no, it's a guessing game. But yeah. they could, you know, sneaky enough, you can just find out. Yeah, I mean, I do like the attention to detail and the fact that it boils down to one word, which is your mm-hmm. yeah. first two. Yeah. Um, and I like that they were like, you know, wondering, but it's it's an interesting question. Like, he decided to show them the 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 clue and the the writing and. Uh, they it was on them to remember what it said, and they couldn't remember what it said. Mm-hmm. And then, the, then it's in the rules that you can go through somebody's stuff. So yep. they did it, yep. and uh, I. So in that sense, I'm fine with it. Would it be better if they had to, you know, just remember it, and you know that was completely off limits? I mean. I would prefer it if I was playing Survivor, if there was a one thing that I had to myself, you know what I mean? Like, there's my poop spot in the ocean and my bag. And those <laughs> two things are, you know, are not for, and I guess my confessionals, but those things are not, you can't touch those yeah. things, you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, I don't know. It also makes for great television Oh, and basically, it seemed like he dropped the ball, like, uh, hey, keep an eye out for Mike or Gabler, Gabler. <laughs> and then uh, she's rifling through everything. And then it Mike just shows up yeah. and it's like. But Trey's right. They just grabbed that from any any time he was coming. Yeah, the, no, totally. Beach. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I guess you could. I was trying to think, like, if you didn't want it, like, you, you wanted to say this is a rule, you can't go through somebody's bag, could you put a lock on your bag, like a little padlock? <laughs> it's your luxury item. That only you know, but then you could trust to tell your, um, you know, tribe sure. mate, someone that you... <laughs> the combo. <laughs> yeah, the combo. I guess you could do that. Uh, great callback. Or hide it. Just hide it. Or just hide I mean, it. hide yeah. it or keep it on you. Yep, yep. Though, I mean, I guess JD tried to hide it in his... Shorts or in his underwear and his perineum. Un- yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> it did. It taint worked. Yeah. Uh, what about yeah. like uh, like the parchment? Like um, that this message will uh, self explode or something. Like you have to. Like, oh, interesting. You get to read it. You know, for as long as you want to read it. And then, then you got to eat it. You got to remember it, eat it or <laughs> yeah, or burn it or something like that. Read it or eat it. Uh, great callback here. If you listen to yesterday's Is This Good podcast, which is over on No Dunks with uh, Matty O, uh, B-Rye 3223, Janine definitely steals from self-checkout machines. <laughs> yeah, she does. She's a real Matty O. Can't you steal at a self-checkout? I would never. No, you would never. Maybe on accident. You know, like, <laughs> oh, yeah. like an accidental misscan, but never on purpose. Okay, good. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. 
and the Blue Tribe, Coco, and not a lot of them. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got Geo's backstory. That was probably That's the good. biggest part of uh, the Blue Tribe um, about coming out to his parents, that he was gay. And we get him bonding with Ryan. I think they're a cool-ass combo, actually. Yeah, they're good. I love that scene of them. I guess, was it almonds they were trying to get? Um, yeah, the almond tree. Yeah, yeah. and they were yeah. they were working together. And then was there a there was a scene where Ryan Ryan seemed to be teaching them uh, calisthenics, uh, some sort of just thing. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get your sets in. Yeah, <laughs> and that was it. Get your sets really? in. That was it. And he he cracked their backs too. Yes, he cracked. Yes, uh, yes. yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is it? He it says that he's a warehouse associate, but he I, don't, I was like, is this guy like a chiropractor? Is he like what is he? Yeah. He's some sort of. Fitness like guy? I thought he was trainer. a doctor. To be yeah, honest, like I thought he was a doctor. The way he was, you know, training them and then yeah. you know cracking the back and stuff like that. Uh, I don't know. Warehouse associate. Does that mean he works at Amazon? I mean, <laughs> that's exactly what Laura yeah. said. <laughs> it's got to be right? probably. Maybe yeah. I can't believe nobody got pissed off with him, or we didn't get like a confessional when Ryan's like, "Did you finish your sets?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like. Usually you would get a cut to somebody That's like, so annoying. I'm a survivor. Yeah. I'm not here to work out, uh, you know, at, at Planet Fitness, man. You know, like. But. Well, you know, yeah, I, I agree. I thought that was interesting that there was zero pushback on it. Um, to me, Cassidy would be the person who pushes back. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if she said a word yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, on camera. So she's yeah. So that's not so. surprising to me that we uh, didn't hear from her. But also, as we saw with both the Baca and the Vesi tribe, before they were forced to go to tribal council, they were good vibes only. Yeah. Right? Like there was zero beef. There was zero strategy. Maybe that's go- what's going on with Coco since they haven't actually suffered yeah. a defeat yeah, so far. Um, I would be worried though if I'm Geo and Ryan. Those two are always off by themselves yeah. while the other four are talking. Yeah. Good point. Um, anything to to add to the Coco tribe, JD? Uh, I really uh, liked Geo's story, and it, yeah. it, it touched me. And uh, we, it's a story that we hear uh, far too often. But um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so I was bummed out by that, but uh, happy to see that he's on Survivor and loving life right now. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm a little concerned too. That was a great point, uh, Trey, about them in theory being off all the time and are the other four like talking about that but I do think they're a really awesome combo yeah, like, totally, I, yeah, like, I like the, the size difference uh-huh. and like uh, they just like how they were bonding both pretty charismatic pretty... I yeah, think yeah, yeah. so we'll, we'll see if uh, how far they can go in this game and yeah they haven't had to go to, to tribal accounts yet I will say I thought they were botching it in the challenge that Ryan wasn't at the top of the cage right. to get the giant 400 pound snake out at first <laughs> like he was in the water like I get the idea like he's probably like I'll push it up but just get up there, man. Because right. eventually he did, and then he just started rifling it over. Yeah. Uh, I was like, uh-oh. But they got back and uh, got the victory. What did you think of the ch- the challenge there? We had the, the bamboo cage. you got to get the snake out. Snake's on you, a cage. you got to go under something, and you get these discs out, and then that unlocks. I mean, there was – and then the puzzle at the end was huge. It looked tough, man. That uh, one looked exhausting. 400 pounds of Survivor yeah. snake. Getting it up and over was tough, but even the part where they got it on the little maze – and had to work yeah. it forward. They seem to be struggling a ton with that. I love Jeff Probst. He's really upped his shit-talking quotient, totally. I think, during Big this time. season. Uh, you know, Vessi is way behind at the end. Uh, and I think, uh, who finished second? Baca, maybe, the Yellow Tribe? Yep. Whoever finished second yep. is getting close to finished. And Jeff just drops, this one's over. Put it in the deep freeze. <laughs> uh, right, right. <laughs> Boom goes the dynamite, says Jeff Probst. Uh, so, yeah, I like. Uh, I feel like we're getting a little bit of a sassy Jeff right now. So no, maybe great. he's bringing it since there aren't quite as many villains right I now. I guess Baca actually won because we got Mike with the uh, Hawaiian sling. Great call. Great call. Uh, yeah. <laughs> which he's going to lose, so 100%. Uh, <laughs> or stab himself. Yeah, yeah, or that. And then uh, Coco coming in second and uh, the Vessi Red Tribe uh, finishing last. Uh, that looked... Oh, man, Dwight and Yekka were like, they were toast, like when they got to the puzzle. And then then nobody pointing out like, hey, there's a piece in the, there's one piece in the bag. It's Mm. right there. That, that, I almost even can't even put that on the two doing the puzzle. It's like, everybody else, not doing anything else. Somebody should be noting that. Well, it was Neka. it was her piece of the bag. Like, she it was ha- the bag that she was emptying, I think, yeah. and then they throw it away. Ugh. And then they had a lot of shots of her just dogging it. Like, oh, they were doing- It was brutal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will say, I thought it was slick of Nyeka when they went back and they got to start talking about who's going home and the women are down. It's Justine and Noel in the water. 
And Nick is like, well, who are we thinking? And they, right. they very poorly, I thought, didn't give an answer oh, right away oh. and did <laughs> yeah. the, like, we got to talk to the guys. Like, she was like, I know oh, you want me. Yes. So, yeah. I mean, astute to pick up on that, even yep. though they did a brutal job of, like, yeah. trying to even pretend it wasn't going to be her. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at least the the answer, the stock answer is, I don't know, who are you thinking? Well, you know, like, yeah. you, 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 you answer it right away and say, okay, now we're talking strategy. Whatever we were just talking about, forget about that. Wh- who do you yeah. want to vote Justine, at? not that great at lying. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> right? Or at least skirting around the, uh, the question uh, at all. That was her greatest lie. She actually always tells the truth. But if you tell people you're going to lie, they're like, ooh, I don't know if I should believe this. Uh, unfortunately, it backfired in her face. But yeah, good stuff from Nyeka. She definitely struggled during the challenge to the point where she was called out by Jeff. But she totally saved it with her social game. Like, that's probably why she helped out Cody so much uh, with his bead mission. Because yeah. it would have been Nyeka if uh, Cody wasn't able to get his vote back. So yep. shout out to her saving things with the social game. Yeah. JD, I wanted to get your thoughts on the scene with Noelle. Showing Cody specifically her prosthetic leg, um, because you had had some issues in the first episode of how the, how they presented her yeah. and her story and stuff like that. I feel like this is what you almost—I don't want to put words in your mouth—but I assume you would have liked it a lot more if, like, this was sort of the introduction of it and her explaining it to Cody. I would have, yeah. but we didn't. We still didn't. We didn't get the story, which I'm totally fine with. Yeah. Um, but suddenly, her missing a leg is now about Cody. Like, was a terrible story, and you know. Uh, I don't Skeets, I'm sure you thought of Terry Fox when uh, yeah. when you heard that story. Uh, greatest Canadian. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I, I liked it. I liked the, the, the moment. I liked his natural curiosity about the prosthetic leg. I liked their bonding over it. I liked how open she was about it. And mm-hmm. then I liked his backstory. And it really, I was pretty lukewarm on Cody. And after that, I was, it, it just sort of explained why he is the way he is. Right. Um, and I thought it was great. I thought it was great. It was sort of cool as Survivor, I thought, to show a pick of Cody's friend mm-hmm. who, uh, who had passed. Yeah. I believe yeah, his yeah. name was uh, Devin. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was sort of neat. Um, yeah. I, I, I liked that that part. And I, I mean, it's maybe it's nothing. Maybe it was just a smooth way to give us Cody's sort of backstory and yeah. why he is the way he is. Or is it possible there could be a, a connection over that somehow between Cody and Noel could Noel save herself? I guess moving forward, if they go back to Tribal Council, maybe. Uh, I guess Probably it's not, certainly but. possible, but at least it's showing you that Cody's doing a good job of being social out yeah, there. Totally. Yeah. Um, I think Dwight said that Cody was the only person he didn't bond with yes. on their tribe so far. Yeah. Uh, but that to me just means that Cody's talking to everybody else. So uh, it, at least it seems to me that Noel would be ahead of Dwight probably. At least in Cody's pecking order, and Cody's on the top in that tribe right now. So right. good for Noel, good for Cody, maybe not great for Dwight. Any other random notes from episode two, gentlemen, that you have written down? We already talked about Owen needing the uh, calico cut pants. He's got to give, <laughs> Owen. You, you got to give. You got to give. Uh, what else you got? Anything, Trey? Uh, just about the sling, the Hawaiian sling. What was that all about? You know, like... <laughs> Ellie was trying to convince him to put a string on it. Right. If you like it, then you should have put a string on it. <laughs> but it already has a string on it. Was she thinking that there wasn't a string? Does it have a string or is well, it's it... it's got that little... It's an elastic. The thing. elastic thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's going to catch on you. It's going to yeah. stay on you. But I think what she's saying is tie a string on it because if you fire it at a fish and it just goes flying off like deep into the coral it's going to be gone yeah, yeah i agree right? with that so yeah it's kind of like a surfboard tether or something yeah. you know what i mean yeah 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 that's what that's but there's what not I two tethers on a surfboard you no you're right you only need the one right but you but if you fire this i mean i've never used one but if you fire the sling and it gets if the, the elastic part gets away from you, which yeah. it could, and, and it has before on Survivor, sh- yeah, yeah. 100%, lost it, then you sure. could lose it. Um, yeah, she, she's she's saying I think tie a piece of string, something to the elastic part to your arm. Yes. To the, so then you cannot drop the entire thing completely. Yeah, I think is what she was saying. Yeah. What if you drop that string though? <laughs> well, hopefully yeah, that string tie a string to that string. Tied to yeah. I keep tying <laughs> string. She should have just said. Don't lose it. <laughs> yeah. Do you think he'll lose Whatever it? Whatever you do, don't lose it. Uh, no, I don't. No. Nah. Well, his soul... He wasn't, he wasn't deep. Yeah, his thing back yeah, was so like, I'm close. not going deep. Yeah. 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 Which, I mean, we'll see if he can catch fish with it, if not going yeah. deep, but... I mean, and they, they gave him a little doty do dote yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. on the beach, but then he was actually firing it in the water, and it was fine. He's not going to... I'll be surprised if he catches any fish, to be honest. Also true. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Wow. You know. Really? 
You know, well, do they, I mean, other than Ozzy, like who, like, yeah, sometimes there's a great Fisher person in, in the mix, but I don't know. Like, it seems hard. It seems oh, way oh, harder. Yes. Than I'm not looks. saying it's easy to take a Hawaiian sling, dive down, generally, well, I guess they have masks, but yeah, hold your breath. Yeah. And just, uh, Ozzy would be down there for minutes at a time. Right. Like, talking to the fish, yeah, and showing them nude them. photos of himself, <laughs> and then destroying them. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And also, this guy was laid up, like, yeah. that morning or whenever, <laughs> like, so, and now he's going fishing. So, I mean, you know, Mike's fine. He's, but he's not going to catch any fish, I don't think. He's not going to be a huge provider, unless it's worms. And I don't think that the tribe. <laughs> Did is... we even see any worms? So they tracked down the worms. Why do you get the worms to go fishing with? Because they do actually have real fishing gear too. Doesn't... Oh, they do. Yeah, I think it was a giant kit. I think well, there was a shot of Ellie showing something. She was like yeah, showing like true. a lure or something. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah. You're right. Okay. So get uh, some worms. Yeah, get some worms. Don't eat them. Use them for the fishing. Uh, what do you think of the 90 minute episode? fan of this because this has been like a, 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 the talk in the survivor community for a long time why are they 60 minutes you know let's go longer sure yeah um to me it flew by it didn't seem any different to me than uh than a standard hour episode but i guess we'll get the real feel for it next week going from two hours to an hour and a half to back to normal yeah i guess but i don't know i personally won't be watching the real love boat so i would <laughs> be happy with 30 more minutes of survivor. that looks like a hunk of shit yeah I also yeah. Anyway, uh, Nora Nora looked up from her phone. What is that? They're doing that? I don't know. I don't even know what the show is either. I it's mean, Jerry O'Connell's there. Yeah. yeah, with his wife, isn't it? Oh, what really? His wife? Isn't that Rebecca? Is that who that was? I, I didn't know that. So. I think yeah. he's with um, her, married. They were. Uh, <laughs> wow, great call, JD. Do you love uh, the ninety-minute episode? Do you like? Do you think what they should do is like when it calls for it? Like for a particular episode, go yeah. to 90 minutes, no problem. And and otherwise, stick with your 60. Because I don't think you could do it every... I mean, you could. We're Survivor sickos and we love the camp life and all that and, and the, the the character work. But, yes. you know, why not just pick and choose when you got to do it? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, they do it. The BBC does it all the time. ITV, Britain, British TV does it all the time. Every single episode you see on HBO is 53 minutes, and sometimes it's 103 minutes Mm -hmm. or an hour and three minutes or whatever. Uh, Make it as long as it needs to be, and that's how long it should be. And a 90-minute episode, which is what, like an hour? It was about an hour, give or take. Was perfect. I love this episode. It was a perfect episode for me. Uh, it wow, was what a just bounce back from back. episode one. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, listen, uh, somebody wrote an essay in the last uh, episode. Oh. I've read some of it. It took me 90 minutes to get through what I actually read. Uh, Someone you, uh, Somebody was upset with me because I was complaining about Survivor. I mean... I'm not here to I'm here to switch the cameras, make sure the show looks good. I'm not here to, you know, tickle Jeff Probe's balls and be like, uh, hey, uh, I'm not a cheerleader for Survivor. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of Survivor, but uh, if I'm not liking it, I'm going to say something. So, uh, you know, uh, so, you know, I appreciate the passion. That's what I love about Survivor fans. They are yeah. passionate. And uh, as I am. And if I don't like something, I'm I'm gonna just tell tell it like it is. So, uh, but I loved this episode. There was a half hour of just camp life off off oh, the top. Oh, I know. And I love the. I love it's, it's fascinating. It's important. It is. To watch. Yeah, it absolutely is. And the backstories were great. I've I've really come around on them because I there's a slow burn on them and there was a slow burn on the hat right like just the hat yeah, it's just yeah. a simple little thing at the beginning of the episode it was part of camp life it was just sort of there it's just this guy is being a goofball and yep. he's making like a hat and it, hey that hat's pretty cool and all right let's leave it at that and then it's integral to the like. And a half, uh, 90 minutes later, you're like, holy shit, the hat. Like, is he going to play the hat? Does he have the, you know, it's like become a meme. And it's it's awesome. Like, uh, this is what I love. I And I want every episode to be 90 minutes. It was the perfect one. <laughs> okay, so a couple things. Mike Bloom pointing out on Twitter last night. In theory, the hat is the idol now, right? That is the idol. Because the beads are in there. It specifically said... It would be an idol bracelet, you would have thought, with all the beads he was going to put together. But because they're all weaved in this palm frond hat, (laughs) Cody will have to play the hat. 
Like, please put it on Jeff, right? He has to. He has to. That would be awesome, man. That would be amazing. You're saying they upgraded it to any accessory. Any accessory that has these beads counts as the idol. Yeah. I mean, the idol idol is where the beads are, and they are in a hat right now. So, I mean, I guess we could have a really awkward situation. Like, is there any possibility that Noelle asked for her beads back? Dwight, even? I mean, I don't think so, but I guess they could. And then what happens? I guess that's not an idol anymore, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, and then he loses his vote for the next one, I suppose. Oh, that's fascinating, yeah. Because that was the punishment for it, right? Um, But but he successfully completed the the challenge. That's an interesting loophole. But he could also just be like, just let me keep one of them. Yeah. Just one. Because he only needs one of each, (laughs) right? Let me keep one sweet Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Or maybe he can... (laughs) Now that he has literally all the beads, maybe he can just make like seven, you know, immunity bracelets. Like... No, no, they have to be all together. They gotta be all. They would have to be all in one. The the particular six beads that he needs. But you can separate all their. You separate all the beads because there's about seven beads in each one. Yeah, but go on. But he would need to have them all together. Yeah, but you make five, seven bracelets. And just wear them yourself. Yeah, and then give them out as you need, as needed. (laughs) Oh, okay. Hide them. Hide them. So you're really uh, leaning into the uh, Infinity Gauntlet and the stones, like. Sure, why Sep- not? You know, you you hold on to this one. When we need them, we'll yeah. bring them together and call in Tony. At the very least, he could make, <laughs> Tony he could make a bunch Tony of Stark. fake ones, right? <laughs> yeah. He could make a bunch of fake ones. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, there was that part, and then uh, there was another part about... Uh, oh, yeah, it was Mr... Uh, I believe it was Mr. Crayon Juice. He says here in the <laughs> live tribe... Me? Yeah. <laughs> I find it really helps pre-merge to get to know everyone in the tribe dynamics. He's talking about this, uh, the 90-minute episode, all this camp mm-hmm. life. Yeah. Uh, he, he adds no more Luvu slash Heather incidents. Right now, uh, Cassidy is the, the Heather. Totally. But that's fun. Like, that's nitpicking. I mean, we can't know this, everybody as long as yeah. we eventually get to the, the Coco tribe. And we'll... Yeah, it'll just be whether she goes right away or not. Yeah, right. I mean, exactly. That's it. That's it. Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the 90 minute, and I love all this the dynamics of a camp uh, and where the where the where people are leaning towards and just how they get along with each other and all the silly stuff. Great Ex- episode. Exactly right. Uh, without a 90 minute episode, we probably don't get Cody doing a can opener off of the top of a gigantic <laughs> yeah. rock, which I loved. I've always said if I get on Survivor, I'm doing cannonballs during every challenge. I think it's a possibility that he does something wacky during a challenge, so I'm loving it. Okay. Okay. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. If you're as obsessed with basketball as I am, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Hey guys, this is JJ Redick. Twice a week, I'm cooking up something special for basketball junkies on my podcast, The Old Man and the Three. I bring on guests in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, like Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash. Or Paulo Bencaro on his shooting workouts with Kevin Durant. Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron when they were teammates in Miami. But it's not just about the player interviews. Every Monday, I break down the top three things happening around the NBA without the outlandish takes. Often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler, we dive deep into topics like rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? The Old Man of the Three is the only companion podcast you'll need during the playoffs this year. Be sure to listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, let's take our... Well, I was going to say take a break, but let's just jump right to Tree Mail. How about that? Tree Mail, get your questions in. Email them in. 
nodunksinc at gmail.com. Just put Survivor in the subject header or tweet him in. Best and easiest way, at nodunksinc, I-N-C at the end on Twitter. Okay, first one from at Mighty Stubaka. What <laughs> former Survivor player would be the toughest to convince to give up their beads? That's a very difficult question. Great question. Great question. Uh, so how, how did you approach this one? I've got a few answers, okay. but I think that the answer going forward will be every Survivor player. Now that we've seen this, <laughs> beware advantage. Like, nobody's going to give anything up, right? Like, you ask me to borrow my buff, no chance. You ask me to wear my jacket, no chance. Mm. Uh, yeah. No, the, can, the era of friendship on Survivor is coming to an end. Were these strings of beads, like, on bags in seasons 41 and 42? Like, there are, they do seem to, like, beads appear where people yeah. make fake idols. And I'm always like... Where the hell are those coming from? I remember some people say they come the off torches, the torches. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, slick move to put them on the bags. Yeah, I, I right. do like that. Okay. And I like that they give them supplies out there just in case yeah. somebody wants to make a fake idol. Totally. So that's kind of what influenced my um, opinions on this. Uh, I think Eric Reichenbach would never give up his survivor beads <laughs> after giving up his immunity and yeah. then getting voted out. He's going to be overprotective of everything. <laughs> yep. Dreams. Who made a deal with Yao Man? Oh, yes. Dreams gets a truck as long as he gives Yao Man the immunity when he wins it later on. Kept the truck and kept the immunity. <laughs> oh, See yeah. you later, Yao Man. He ain't giving up his beads. But I think Joe Anglin, Joey Amazing, is my number one choice okay. for toughest to get rid of his beads. Because he was a jewelry designer, he made a couple of great fake idols yep. when he was on Worlds Apart. And as a challenge threat, he would be wanting protection in the first place. He knows the value of a convincing bead. So he's not just going to give away a bead like that. Okay, yeah, those point. great answers. Uh, JD, anyone to add to Trey's list? Yeah, I would add, uh, well, our man Rick Devins, because he seemed to have every piece of uh, Survivor <laughs> memorabilia when we yeah. had him on the show, uh, which is awesome. Uh, but also I think somebody like uh, Parvati, I don't think I don't th I think she'd see through it. I think she'd see through Cody and this ploy. It's like, why, why do you care so much? What? I mean, to be, Let's let's be honest. Cody was the perfect person to have to do this yes, challenge definitely. in the time that he had to do it because he's just such a goofball and uh you know, it's just and he had the hat. The hat was like it was the perfect reason to ask somebody to have beads for. Like like this yeah, would look so he much was, better. He, the best move he did was to tell Jesse and Nick yeah. about it. Otherwise, I don't I don't think he pulls it off at all. I agree. All. I if, agree. He, if he's trying to keep it completely uh, secretive from them as well. Yeah. I don't. I don't think he gets all no. uh, five other beads from no. these guys. But he had them, and they were literally like they were just. It was like mild peer pressure, right? right. Oh yeah. It was like, yeah. come on, you know, I'm doing it. Yeah. He's doing it. Why wouldn't you give him his beads? There's literally yeah. no reason for you not to give him the beads, right. other than I like my bracelet, which of <laughs> course uh, Noel's gonna be like, all right, take them, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. But I think somebody. Like Parvati could see through, wow. I, and I also think that Parvati would have Cody wrapped around her finger day one, anyways. Right? 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 You right? Know, so, okay. so yeah. But Rick Devin, Devins as well. He's a survivor <laughs> freak, and he would he'd want to keep those for himself. Okay, here's a question with this this twist: Is the exact same thing a possibility on the other two tribes? Like, if that if that was a beware advantage that Ellie walked by, was it going to be? Was it going to be the beads? You know, like <laughs> going to be the beads? or are they different at each tribe? Interesting. And it's, and, it's uh, and and then that the dynamic changes as soon as somebody goes home. Right. Right. No, it's one less. There were six names on beads. that. Yeah. On that parchment there. Uh, yeah, I heard him speculating on Rob has a podcast. Like, does this mean there won't be tribe switches because they've already got those yeah. parchments Ooh, made? Yeah, That's yeah. a good point. I, I think they probably have enough parchment to. Yeah, they just swap them parchment over yeah, it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's a lot easier to get. Five beads, then six beads. Four beads, then six beads. Yep. So hopefully they've got some backups uh, deep in the pocket. What, what do you prefer? That it's the same, so it's sort of equal across all three tribes? Or do you th do you actually hope that the Survivor uh, producers came up with two other challenges for the other two tribes? Two other challenges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so, yeah. too. Yeah. Like something in the same vein mm -hmm. where you have to convince or get something from right. everybody. But yeah, I I'm with yeah. you. We'll see. Uh, all right. Our next one here. This is a good one. Hey, guys, every season there is at least one person hiding their true profession from their tribe mates. Athletes, therapists, and even elevator salesmen have all deemed their skills and or successes as painting dangerous targets on their backs and have made the decision to play the game by pretending to hold a different career. 
My question is this. If the skill set of an NBA podcaster, <laughs> NBA knowledge, sound engineering, ability to entertain, <laughs> etc., were universally agreed to be the ultimate set of skills needed to win Survivor, what other profession could you successfully pretend to have while out on the island for all 26 days? Thanks, guys. Love the show. That was an email, great email, from Adam in Vegas. So we cannot say we're NBA podcasters. <laughs> Um, Can't let a podcaster get to final tribal council. We've never had too good at storytelling. We've never had a podcaster uh, career no. as the lower third, have we? Not yet. Not yet. No, Not we've yet. had uh, um, Kenny was a video game player. Is that Social the, media manager. Yeah, I think that's we've seen. I guess yeah. somewhat similar. Um, okay, but we can't. It can't say Trey Kirby NBA podcast or a podcaster. <laughs> what are you coming up with? Uh, I think I could fake being a high school basketball coach. Oh, that's pretty good. That's a good answer. I would be able to talk about basketball 100%. just as much as, as we do now. People will be like, oh, he's tall. That makes sense. Yeah. I've got a lot of friends who are high school teachers, high school basketball coaches. Laura coached basketball and taught at high school for a while. So I feel like I could fake that. It's not super easily. glamorous. like Not you know, glamorous, not- though it might put a little bit of a target on your back because people would be like, everybody loves teachers. We can't let them get too far. Mm. That being said, I think that would be my fake profession. That's good. Interesting. That's really good. JD, where are you going? Yeah, I my in my fantasy, I want to be like a, a George Costanza and be like, I'm an architect here, or something. <laughs> you know, I'm a doctor or something like completely out of my my comfort zone and realm. But I, there's no way I could fake that. Yeah. Uh, so I probably I'd probably just go back to my 10 years of being in the service industry and say like I I work in as a bartender oh. uh, at like a dive bar restaurant or, or dive bar or something yeah. like that. Although I would have to get some tats. Because I have no tats on me, and they mm. would never believe that I was, you know, <laughs> that long in the industry without having tattoos. But uh, I think I could fake my way through that. I know I could because I have all that experience. But, uh, but yeah, I would love to just be like, oh yeah, I, uh, I work for NASA, you know, <laughs> <laughs> rocket scientist, aeronautics yeah. engineer. <laughs> uh, you guys know if you've been listening to the show for a while, I've had a lot of jobs, like a lot of random jobs. Mm-hmm. Of these. I don't know. I just picked five. There's like 20 other. Of these five, which one do you think I should go with that I've done? Because you have to really – generally, I mean, the high school basketball coach, that's fantastic. But, like, it helps to have done the job so you yes. can speak to it a little bit. Okay. Uh, window washer. Landscaper. Garlic farmer. <laughs> convenience store clerk. Or physician recruiter. Those are just five I picked of the 25 jobs I've had in my life. Landscaper, I think. That's what Nora said. Yeah. She's like, that's a pretty good one. That's because you know you have the body of a person who works <laughs> works the land. Look at the body of a landscaper. <laughs> well, you, well, you're slim. You, you obvious. It's like it's either that or garlic farmer. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I couldn't. If people started asking me about yeah. garlic, I mean, I was there for a summer. Mm, I don't know mm, that. Much yeah, about yeah. Garlic. Mm. Pungent. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, my pores. Do you know enough there. about landscaping though? Like, yeah, you, because even I don't wh- think people would ask. I just like they wouldn't. They'd be like, well, maybe they were just like, well, commercial, yeah. residential. Oh, we do it all. Yeah. Oh, so you can decorate our shelter? Sure. You can landscape our shelter? I mean, I could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think you got to go physician recruiter. Yeah? Nobody's going to have any questions about it. <laughs> it's like that's the most boring, boring possible so boring. job. They're like, oh, you work at a desk? Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's right. too close to physician, though, because... Yeah, then, that's yeah. what I didn't want. <laughs> Sounds like I'm for money somehow. Exactly. You got to recruit something else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wanted to go with window washer, but then Nora was like... Because I, I, I was talking to her about this morning. She's like, yeah, but like, are people going to buy that you're like a 42-year-old window washer? Yeah. Like, they're going to think you're like a high-rise window washer. Not right. like going up a ladder to wash somebody's yeah. second floor. I'm like, That'd yeah. Be cool, though, too. Yeah. yeah. I'm a bit of a daredevil, so my day job is high-rise window washer. Yeah, but, I, but I'm passionate about bungee jumping. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> them together. Yeah. All right. I just love heights. All right. Let's, but I uh, do not sell elevators. I'll say that much. <laughs> okay, this is, a, this is a great suggestion. Maybe it would just say, J.E. Skeets, um, temper boy. <laughs> What's your job? I'm just a temper boy. Okay, uh, next one here. Can you guys talk about how awesome it would be to see Jonathan do the snake immunity <laughs> challenge with four average people? I would watch that. Maybe they could do some sort of bonus video. That's from at Coach V Runs on Twitter. I feel like we, we talked about this. In Survivor 42, like this concept, we didn't we come up with the idea that there should just be Jonathan doing everything, yeah. all of the challenges, and uh, you could just go watch it on yeah. whatever you <laughs> the know Jonathan on their website. Test. Yeah, that's a good idea. I what do they like should it. do is 
just hire Jonathan to demonstrate. Like, be the guy to demonstrate. <laughs> uh, he's the dream team. He's the dream team. Just a so one-man dream a team. A one-man dream. He's single-handedly throwing that snake over, you know. <laughs> and just, like, just to make it look how Jonathan would do it and then just see how, it, you know, the regular people <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like have that. to do it. I yeah. always, um, you know me, I'm always looking for a hack in one of these challenges, right? Probe specifically said, that snake can't go through the cage because yeah. it looked like it maybe would have fit. Mm. You could have got through it, but he said you can't do that. Could Jonathan or someone else, maybe Ryan, he's a big dude, can you rip the cage down? Wow. <laughs> you know? Tear down the cage. Tear down the cage? Like, <laughs> Mr. Probes, bring down this cage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe. May Ryan is the only guy I think who could pull it off right. now, but that challenge did seem a little dangerous to me. Pulling, you know, a 400-foot floppy weight yeah. over the thing and then letting it fall. Uh, the second two tribes that did it, it looked like it fell pretty smoothly into the water. But the first one, it just, like, flopped over. I was like, that would hurt if it yeah. fell on your head if you're swimming right underneath it. It nearly smoked somebody, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, oh, Cody riding the thing. I think oh, Probst was yelling yeah. at him. He was, oh, that was amazing <laughs> looking. But, uh, yeah, I would have loved to see Jonathan just, like, like Kool-Aid man run, like, swim, I guess, through the cage yeah, somehow. Yeah, yeah. I think he would have he would have climbed up the, the, the bamboo cage and then jumped from the one side and just crashed <laughs> through the other side, knock it down, then they could have just taken the snake out. Uh, but you like this idea, uh, Jonathan running stuff, eh, JD? I love it. Yeah. And also, real, real quick note about that challenge. I loved the uh, sexual innuendo of the snake. Of the snake, get that snake up. <laughs> uh, what's his face riding the snake? Yeah. Like all the snake stuff, you got to get it up. Uh, Rachel was <laughs> loving it. She was like, going, "Oh my god, this is ridiculous!" But uh, yeah, and the look of the snake swimming through the water as it was just amazing. Was I was cool. having the time of my life watching that. It was great. So now we just need a challenge that can merge the balls that Jeff Probst is always <laughs> talking about oh, yeah. with the snake. Uh, uh, then we got chef's full, kiss. Full Dickens challenge. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, okay, final one. I guess we uh, we already talked about this, but uh, Zulfi at Zulfi underscore Shake asked, uh, are "You up or down on snooping through banks?" We uh, we did talk about this, and you you generally up. I would want to convince somebody that I'm close with to do it. I wouldn't want to right, right. risk my hands getting caught in yeah. the bag personally. Okay. But if the info's there, you got to verify. Yeah. Yeah, and and I think all that's really saying, like, get better at hiding the parchment or the clues mm -hmm. or whatever yeah. uh, thing you have. Don't just put it in your bag, knowing you're going to be away from your bag. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. <laughs> like, unless you're carrying it around everywhere, yeah, put it on you, or better yet, go bury it somewhere that that uh, nobody knows where it is. I would be so reluctant to hide it or bury it because people are constantly looking for yeah, shit you've said all that over before. the place. You said yeah. that before. You also said you were worried you just... Uh, you would do the classic. Who was that last season? That forgot where they put it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Who was that? Um, <laughs> oh, it wasn't was beef, it? was it? No. No, or maybe I'm, I'm mixing up. Uh, who? Who? Lost remember, we had the whole thing. I gave later. it to you, and yeah. then you. Where'd you put it? Uh, the live tribe will help us. Yeah, live tribe. Let us. Yeah, but the know. prison wallet is where you got to put stuff. Prison wallet. <laughs> or you know the perineum. <laughs> Survivor Forty Four prison wallet. <laughs> uh, okay. I heard that was happening in the chess world, actually. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> there was actually there was actually a great Survivor chess beads meme going around on Twitter last. <laughs> Last yeah, night. yeah. <laughs> Everybody needs beads to win. That's right. That's right. Uh, oh, Mike. Mike and Daniel is the uh, live right, tribe. Right, that's right. right. That was the uh, hiccup there. Uh, okay. Keep your questions coming, guys. Uh, either get them in here in the live tribe and the stream team on YouTube right now. Tweet them in at no dunks inc inc or no dunks inc at gmail.com. Put survivor there in the subject header. Uh, before we uh, wrap this up, we've been pitching this the make your picks. The pool that we're in, our No Buffs Fantasy Survivor Pool, we got 900 or so people in this thing. Damn. Not bad. I thought we would get like 25 people, honestly. <laughs> I, was like, I was like maybe 50. I no. went in and checked yesterday. I thought it was like I thought it was somehow a mistake because we had about a hundred during last week, and then I looked yesterday and it was like over eight hundred. I was like, "Oh, that just must be how many different games are running right now." But no, no. the live tribe showed up. Yeah, we're near. I, I, last I checked, we were at almost nine hundred people in the No Buffs Fantasy Pool. So thank you to everybody that got in. Reminder: There's like three parts to this whole thing. There's making your squad, which you should have done before episode two. Now I am told 
by our friends at Maker Picks, you can still get in. It's still a perfect time to get in. It's a perfect time to you get in. You can join the pool. You're going to be obviously at a little disadvantage because you missed down. some of the points that you could have got in episode two. Um, but you can get in. So uh, jump in there, and we're playing for prizes to the top seven. So I thought we could show our squads because that's the first step. The second step is you got to make your votes as to who's going home. Did anybody successfully call Justine? I did. In one of their th- You did? Mm-hmm. Look oh, at nice you, J.D. One. Good job. And then the third part are these fun tokens that you can use for advantages uh, that I haven't even really dipped into yet, um, but you can uh, do some silly things with those. But let's show our squads. This is our, our five that you're really running with for your entire season. Oh, JD whipping together the graphics. So my squad is Ellie. I actually have three people from the Bakka tribe. Ellie, Janine, and then I got Owen. You got to give. And then I'm going with Jesse and James, the uh, chess master. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's got those beads up there already. Um, so, <laughs> de- <laughs> de- decent start. <laughs> decent start. Uh, and, I, and I'm happy with my team right now. Let's show Trey's squad. Take us through your squad. Oh, pretty similar, Skeets. I also yeah. have Janine, Owen, and Jesse. But Carla is my winner pick from the Coco tribe. I also got Lindsay, who was impressive to me from episode one in the Coco Tribe. I will say I added Owen last night. I rewatched episode one with Laura Tuesday night and then Wednesday during the day. I switched Owen in for James. Okay. The chess Ooh, player. So, Ooh last, last minute switch up. We would have had a very similar. Last minute program. switch up, but I was regretting it a little last night because Coco Tribe like hasn't even been close yeah, to right. going to a tribal council where Owen seems like he's going to be in the crosshairs pretty soon here. Yeah. All right. And JD, oh. let's see your squad here. Uh, you know, I have Jesse as the winner. Oh, JD, we nearly we are have identical, very identical team. Yeah. yeah. The only difference is I have Noel and you have Janine. Uh, I don't know why I'm sleeping on Janine. You both have Janine, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I just think, I don't think Janine is going to win this game. I think she's going to be around for a long time. That's my thinking. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. you, you know, you're gaining, you're getting points as the season goes on. Voting on the right side, obviously finding things. Like, Cody was the big winner last night because he got the idol right so right. That, i believe that was 10 points so i feel like those are the people leading our leaderboard i'm like uh, i'm ranked like 260th right now yeah <laughs> so i'm happy with that I, <laughs> after yeah. one episode i'm a little i mean i only have one coco member i mean there's only five spots and we haven't really seen much of coco but I, I, you make a great point they haven't been to uh tribal council yet so <laughs> they could be around for a while but the chess master you can't you can't sleep on a chess master no 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 Oh, they're 10 steps ahead. Exactly. <laughs> I, li- I literally slept on the chess master. I hope this doesn't come back to bite me. <laughs> yeah. It's totally asleep on him. Well, this is fascinating. The chess master, where are those beads going? He's the one always losing his pants. <laughs> That's a great point. Right? Wow. Uh, so, guys, get in if you haven't already. Search for Make Your Picks on Apple in the Apple Store. It's an app, or you can get it if you got an Android phone over there in the, uh, what is it, Google Play Store. We've got the links uh, in the comments section of this uh, podcast write-up or the YouTube write-up. So click in, and uh, good luck. And start digging around with the advantages. It, there's decisions to be made, like because you can do some swapping. You can steal votes from people. Like What's going to happen here is people at the top of the leaderboard they're going to be targeted by people below them because you can like because we gotta start we gotta start hurting them we gotta bond together and start taking away some of their votes but then you're using your tokens do you want to save them for more powerful things a lot of fun watch your uh, back Kevin yeah. <laughs> is Kevin leading uh, is that his name yeah. who's, who's that oh yeah. Kevin we're coming for you <laughs> if I hear your name I'll let you know okay <laughs> appreciate it appreciate it uh, all right well let's call it there that was a lot of fun guys uh, really really entertaining 90 minute episode of Survivor season 43 we will be back next week are we sticking with the uh, 10 a.m. Eastern for our recap uh, next week I, I think we are think... because the season has no because no bunts is gonna oh. be at 10 a.m. because the season ends on Wednesday so no bunts 10 a.m. and we'll be going 1 p.m. on Thursday on Thursday okay so you'll have no buffs next week it will be on Thursday it'll just be a little bit later in the day make sure you subscribe to no bus on youtube and wherever you download and listen to your podcasts and uh leave us a like button leave us a five star rating and review until next time the tribe has spoken <laughs>